Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a live edition of Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I am Jeff Cavanaugh from 97.1 The Freak in DFW. Which you can hear from 2 to 6 p.m. on 97.1 The Freak if you're in DFW. And if not, you can always use the iHeartRadio app and listen outside the listening area. If you only care about sports, you should probably listen at 4 o'clock. Best damn sports segment, period. But we scatter sports throughout, depending on what's going on. I, of course, am joined by my co-host and my good buddy, the great and powerful Jesse Holly, who is celebrating the 12-year anniversary of being a damn hero as Tony Romo broke all his insides. And then we go to overtime with the 49ers and Romo's out there and Jesse Holly's out there. And can they beat the 49ers? Cause we know it's tough. It's tough to beat the 49ers. Can the Cowboys do it? Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. Man, what a great day. Happy 12 year anniversary, Jesse. Thank you. Thank you. It doesn't feel like that long ago, but it is. It is. Yeah. It is. And that's what I was. So that's what I was thinking because I've known you for a long time. And I guess I didn't meet you until after. Yep. I was like, man, I feel like that makes me feel a lot older when you tell me that was 12 years ago. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And I'd like to thank KG in the super chat. KG said, let's go, baby. Um, Jesse Holly. You, you, can guys find. Can feel free. you guys can feel free. Go ahead and super chat $12 all through this thing, man, for the 12-year anniversary. Don't feel shy. $12 day out, man. You are be- you look at this guy begging, you know? I, look, maybe I do owe $26,000 on a pool still. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> that's possible. Um, I'll tell you where you can find Jesse, and we'll talk about the Cowboys beating the crap out of the Jets and how currently your Dallas Cowboys are the best team in the NFL. And it's not debatable. Um, we'll get to that. It's not debatable, Jesse, so don't make faces at me. Uh, but first, I need to tell you that we, of course, are brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. And football is back, baby. Bet Online, your number one information source for all your sports wagering info, up to minute stats, news, scores, matchup breakdowns, the latest odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL, college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real-time updates on stats, news, and odds. Go to their website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code, promo code, BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay, we're here. We're here. Where did my chat go? Where did my damn chat go? Because I saw another super chat, but now I can't see the chat. It's KG. KG came back with another super chat. We thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, okay, you're going to have to read those because something went you. wrong with my chat when I, I got you. when I maximize, minimize. I can't see the damn chat, so you're going to have to navigate the chat today. I don't know what the hell happened. I, got I don't you. know what happened. Anyway, um, you can find Jesse Holly, unfiltered with Jesse Holly, which it, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, to go in your settings on your camera if you wanted to flip that around. But anyway, unfiltered with Jesse Holly, you can find it on YouTube. He's out here creating content, being yeah. a damn hero, being the man. Uh, happy anniversary. And how does it feel to um, do a show about the best football team in the NFL? Is that fun? Is it good? It's amazing. It's, it's one of the joys of my life, being a part of uh, – the franchise as a player and as a media member, I am, uh, I am elated that, uh, no, let me ask you this question. I'm not going to argue best football team. 
in football. Okay. I'm looking forward to that week five matchup. Yep. That's going to, that's going that's going to be that's going to tell a lot of things. Do we have the best player in football? On the radio today, I said yes. Now you have to do caveats. That's the rules. Um, it's hard because the what what's working for Micah right now is Pat Mahomes is having to figure it out again with all of his wide receivers gone and a bunch of new dudes that so far haven't really been helping him. Uh, like Pat Mahomes is the most valuable player. He's the best quarterback I've ever seen the game play the game, which should mean he's the best player in football. But I don't know, man. If you just strip it down to who is the best at what they do, I think there's a very good case to be made that Micah Parsons is the best player in football. Like he is an absolute monster. Oso Digizua is better because he exists. Demarcus Lawrence is better because he exists. Leighton Van Der Esch is better because he exists. Trayvon Diggs is better because he exists, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know what else to say about Micah Parsons. Yes, he does things on a football field that even the other elite pass rushers can't do. They can't. Like the play where he drew the holding call and didn't get a sack, but he drew the holding call. Um, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa, they might be able to more consistently set an edge and stand still than him but they can't win around the corner like that, be getting held. And then Zach Wilson, who have you watched him run in the second half? He's a good athlete. And Micah Parsons yeah. within one step of being held is already catching up again. Like he's a freak show. The dude is an absolute no, freak you, show. I agree with you 100%. Shout out to KG again for another super chat. We appreciate you so much. Um, he's an alien. That is, like We've come to the point now where I have no more words to truly describe him. I just don't. Like there is whatever verb, adjective, pronunciation, pronoun, him, her, she, them, it, be, whatever you want to put it. I, don't know, it I think he goes with him, I think. Him, Hemi, Hemi Parsons. He, yeah. Whatever, whatever he Parsons. He is a man. He's the Heisman. He's whatever you want him to be. He is the he is the he's the alpha and the well, that's a little bit too far. He's not God. He's not guys. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. Cool. I mean, as a strong, good, strong Christian man, you probably shouldn't bless. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to. He's been gifted and blessed by God. He is a boy. I, man, I, I don't. I don't have any more words to truly describe how good he really is, man. And and he's only in year three. That's the crazy part about it. He's just entering year three, so he's still. When you talk about football maturity, um, with still putting tools on the tool, like. Just this offseason, he's decided to go do, um, hey, I'm going to do boxing just so I can realize how to see when hands are coming towards my face and how to react. Like, this think about when he adds some more. He hadn't even gone to the pass rush camp. He didn't even go to the pass, the Von Miller pass rush camp. He hadn't even gotten with some more dudes who allow themselves to grow even more. Like, this, this, is, this is the freaking easy part that in year three, he has not even peaked yet. That's insane. That's insane. That's what I, honestly, it's what I was thinking about Micah during um, training camp is watching the greatest thing about how much people care about the Cowboys and how much Jerry loves attention is that at most training camps, media aren't allowed to be taking videos of all their crap. Um, but you can watch every play that happened and watching, uh, watching Micah Parsons you could see a noticeable difference from a guy who might have been the best defensive player on the planet a year ago, and you could see a noticeable difference coming into year three. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. But also, it kind of makes sense. 
because I had somebody text into our radio show today that had it. It was a fair point. They're like, remember that you didn't really like the Micah Parsons pick. And I think it makes sense why we can keep seeing noticeable gains because they're right. I didn't. I wanted Rashawn Slater, who's an awesome eight, offensive eight, tackle. Eight, eight. Um, and you're, the reason you're is the, you're the closet hater. All this, I thought they I thought all, they drafted a linebacker. All this time you've been the closet hater. You are you are a closet hater, and someone with the skeletons out, Jeffrey, closet hater, Kavanaugh. Look at you. Look at you. I thought they drafted a linebacker, but they didn't. They drafted the best pass rusher on the planet. So it should make sense that he's getting better, but what he does for this thing, uh, cannot be overstated. Holy cow. KG, you are, you're a hero. Yeah. He has a hero, but I don't like his comment. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. Well, let's talk about the, let's talk about the Cowboys offense because I actually think there's something happening right now that I'm not real comfortable with. I think people are being a little bit too dismissive of what's happening with the Cowboys offense because of how awesome the Cowboys defense has played. And KG said, I remember a super chat about a year, maybe a year and a half ago. And Jesse said, CD didn't have that thing in him. The elite receivers did. Has anything changed of that opinion? Sorry for holding receipts. Today's going to be an accountability day for both of us. <laughs> but uh, football is very fluid at that time. Two years ago, he didn't. I was questioning some things about him two years ago, but what did he do? He evolved. He learned. He grew. Now I love him, and I think he's getting ready to crack that elite receiver status by midseason. I do. Yeah, I think trying to figure it um, just on the eyeball test. I think there's no doubt he's a top ten guy, and yeah, I think even people who might think that seems high. Once you start listing them out, it'll be like the quarterback thing where you're going to get to seven or eight and you're going to start going, huh? Yeah, I guess he goes right around here. Uh, what is incredible about what the Cowboys are doing on offense right now, especially in a game where Brandon Cooks didn't play, is yep. the fact that 11 of the 14 targets to CD were complete plus four of the four targets to CD were complete in week one means that on the season, 88% of the targets going to number 88 have been completed. That's absurd, especially for a guy that teams know you're going to be going to, and especially against the Jets' pass defense, which last year was the best pass defense in football. The fact that, and you could, you can, Jesse, talk to me about all the different reasons, but I think it's CD making strides. I think that it is a offense that maybe people haven't seen a lot of with McCarthy calling plays, and it is a little bit different than what they've been running. But the idea that you can complete good receivers, you complete 65% of the targets to them. You don't, and CD and Dak, you can go back 15 games and they're at about 80%. That's absurd. And you can give the credit to whoever you want, but just know that most combinations of guys who they know are going to get the ball, they don't work that well. They don't do it. No, but if you go back and you, when I, when I began this season, one of the things that I went back and I did was I said, cause I started watching, like trying to figure out, like it happened like really right before the Giants game. I'm like, all right, let me go back and watch film and prepare myself for the Giants game. And I realized, well, actually we don't have any film of what this team looks like prior to Mike McCarthy taking over. So I then went back and started watching Green Bay film from the time that he was there. And the things that stuck out was stuck out was um the 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 distribution of the football to many guys. When you look at the last couple of games, both Giants and Jets game, I think seven or nine guys 
have caught at least one pass in those games. The second thing that I knew that would happen once you got Boy Wonder out of the door, Keller Moore got Mike McCarthy in, that they would have answers to the defensive test. A lot of times on the, on the Kellen Moore, there was no answers, and that's why the interceptions. And then there's, there, the, the, there are the throws that are easy to make. What Dak does really well is the throws that are right in front of him, he completes at a very high percentage. It's getting the ball in the hands of the receivers right now, not having to wait to develop and trying to do things 15, 20 yards down the field. Hey, if you get it to him right now at eight, he can run 30. Get it to him right now. And so you couple all those things together and you see a high level of efficiency between Dak Prescott and his receivers because Mike McCarthy now understands that the quicker I get the ball into these guys' hands and with throws that my quarterback enjoys throwing. Because just because you're an NFL quarterback, every NFL quarterback can't make all the throws. They can throw all the throws, but they can't make all the throws. And so why even try to fool ourselves or live in this world hey let's throw let's throw the far out route from the let's throw, let's throw the out route 18 yards down the field on the right sideline from the left hash mark well why do that that's that's it's not a throw that our quarterback arm will be able to deliver on a consistent basis what throws do we throw really well the slants the digs uh those type of routes with the bounce right in front of them let's do that let's just do that and do that really, really well at a high efficiency until someone stops it. Like there, this, we 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 sometimes make this football thing a complicated thing. When that, when actually, it, at times it's really not. It's it's really not a complicated thing. Hey, what are you really good at? Hey, what do you really like to throw? Okay, cool. We have one of the best receivers in the league. One of the best quarterbacks in the league. Let's just go and play pitch and catch as much as we possibly can until they figure out a way to stop it. And then if they do. We'll adjust and go to something else. But until they do, let's just be really efficient. Let's just let's just have 80% clinch throughout an entire football game. I mean, who the hell wouldn't want that? We 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 make these things up in our mind that it has to be more difficult. That it, it has you have to have the oh my god, look at that throw. But in for everyone, oh my god, look at that throw. You added the interception, then you add in an absurd incompletion percentage, and you go. Well, why are we doing what we were supposed to do? Because you wanted the oh my God throws for 70% of the game, and that's not the way football really works. Successful football truly works. Just be 80% efficient, win games, 30 points a game, 35 and a half points a game that you average, a little over 200 yards, uh, 250 yards passing, 330 yards of total offense, and you're 2-0. Let's not make this game more complicated than it has to be. And Mike McCarthy understands that. Gimli is in the super chat, which is great. Salute to Lord of the Rings. Gimli was the dwarf. Uh, scale one to 10, how unbearable have Eagle fans become? Was told today CD can't be a number one because he primarily plays out of the slot. Low IQ, LOL. Uh, most awesome receivers play in the slot a bunch because you're just matchup hunting. If your best receiver isn't your move guy and your best receiver isn't lining up in the slot a bunch, your coach is a dumbass. Um, we can measure these things. Do yourself a favor. Um, what's his name? Gilmy? Gil Gilmy? Gimli. Yeah. Life is much better when you don't listen to Eagles fans. I promise you. I promise you, your life will be so much more healthier, prosperous, jubilant, blessed if you don't listen to Eagles fans. Yeah. Being online less is great. You know, just, you know, follow people that you enjoy the interactions with. 
And if they have a team in common, that's really good. Uh, and ignore everything else and be very, very good with the mute and block button. Oh. So, so you just don't see stuff show up that you're I'm not interested in seeing. Block. No, I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm first team all pro on the block button. Yeah, I'm good on the mute button if you annoy me. The block button is mostly like um, the very offensive. Like Yeah, but see, but see, mute, you still get a chance to enjoy my greatness. I want to eliminate you from everything altogether. Okay, but the other side of that is on mute, they don't even know, and you're firing off replies at me, and I don't even get them. <laughs> like, that part's funny to me. Block <laughs> is reserved for like, oh, okay, you said some, some racist stuff. Uh, uh, mute is for, my God, you don't know what you're talking about, and you're annoying, but enjoy responding to me all the time. I won't see it. Uh, Emmett, been really happy with the O-line, especially the backups. Hopefully we get to, we get to see them all healthy soon. They're thinking that Tyler... Uh, Tyler Smith, they got to stop having two guys named Ty Smith. They're thinking Tyler Smith will be a go this week. And yeah, that's another thing is you're living in a, it's not going to, this is not going to go forever, right. but you're living in a paradise right now yeah. where uh, depending on how you like to measure things, I can make a case that you have the best offense and the best defense in the NFL. And that the people who want to be dismissive of any of it because of who you played, one of them was in the playoffs and won a playoff game last year. The other one was the best pass defense in football a year ago and just made Josh Allen look like he sucks. So like, if you want to just dismiss everything, that's cool. I would say enjoy the fact that you are riding super high right now and there's a pretty decent chance that goes for two more weeks. And then there's a pretty good chance we're talking about 4-0 versus 4-0 against San Francisco. And then we're going to have some fun. So I would say just enjoy this. But yeah, the offensive line, um, the offensive line I've been really happy with because I'm not going to uh, call Jesse a hater because that's messed up. You shouldn't do that. But Jesse had some real questions and doubts about Tyron Smith. I had less of them, but to pretend that it didn't exist anywhere wouldn't have been true. And through two weeks and two good defensive lines, Tyron Smith is whipping their asses <laughs> and he looks like the dude that I know. Uh, you've had some issues at the left guard. You've had some at center at times. You've also played against two of the best D tackles in the league. Correct. Um, but they've certainly been good enough that your, your running game wasn't very good this week. And, uh, this is going to uh, – I hate to do it to people who are weird about football and decide people they don't like and that aren't that good. Your quarterback has been the best third-down quarterback in football so far this year by a long shot and did a hell of a job on third and six, third and seven, third and 13, third and 14, third and six of being like, it's okay, I got it, and getting first downs. Uh, but for the most part, I can't complain about what they've done so far. They've definitely protected well enough that for an offense that gets the ball out quick, hadn't had much trouble. Quarterback's good at avoiding the pressure when you get some. Uh, yeah, I don't have complaints about the offensive line, and I'm excited about what they can be when you switch out Edoga or Bass for uh, Tyler Smith, and it sounds like it's going to happen this week. Yeah, I, I would even be – I mean, we all – know that they're trying to tank they don't really want to put up an effort booty 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 baker booty baker went on ir sorry i like their hey their their game this week was the perfect game for a tanking team you had a lead it was a fun game it was an exciting game and at the end you pulled a loss out yeah, you, give, you give it away <laughs> um 
But I, I don't want to live in a world where we're, where we're honestly, but we're trotting out TJ Bass, right? Like I just don't. I, I don't. I, I, that's not a world that I want to live in. And I think we've gotten away with it. I do believe, going back to the Mike McCarthy offense, his style is it, it builds into the fact that when you don't have super productive offensive linemen, look at the Aaron Rodgers days where they didn't have a bunch of great offensive linemen. But the ability to get the ball out so quick, so fast, right now, those defensive linemen don't have a chance to get the – then when you put your quarterback either right or left, bootlegs, waggles, nakeds, that again, you're running away from pressure. You're getting the ball out quicker than others, and then you, you have them off balance. And the Cowboys ran the ball. Think, when you think about it, they ran the ball like 40 times in that game. They had 80-something plays in that football game. I mean, so they've been able to do what they need to do on both passing and running the football. But again, as you get into the meat of this season and you start playing, you know, all of the teams, yeah, I want the best offensive lineman I possibly can. So I would even consider going ahead and giving Tyler Smith one more week. Go go ahead and give him one more. Fully find yourself healthy, right? Not trying to get back to get healthy because once you enter the season, no one really gets healthy during the season. It's like unless you're not playing football is the only way that you're not getting health, healthy. So I wouldn't be opposed giving it one more week. And my 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 little bit of hate towards Tyron Smith, it's it's yeah he he's not as athletic and he, he's he, and you see it you see it when you watch him play. He's not as athletic as he used to be. And I get it. That's granted. He's been in the league for 27 years. Not 27. Close. Um, 12 or so. But my biggest thing with Tyron is, you know, when? When, 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 when? when is the injury coming? I don't want to be, I don't want to talk it into existence and knock on it's wood. Look, he's been a guy who we found on the on the injury list at some point in time this season. So uh, continue to do what you can, big fella. Uh, we just hope I don't, I don't want to, but history has said, I hate you. Um, it's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, shout out to uh, Micah Parsons. Shout out to Tank Lawrence. This defense, I think, showed how that game was going to go on literally the first drive. Play number one, Dan Quinn was like, why don't you line up? Why don't we, why don't we flip a little bit? Tank Lawrence, you line up on the right where Mike is usually at. Micah, you be on the left. Because I got a sneaking suspicion they want to run left and wide on the first play. And Tank, why don't you split out a little extra? on those two tight ends. So the tackle can't block you. And they got to try one of them tight ends, beat their ass four yard loss. Hey, when we get to third down sack, Micah Parsons first drive, the game was over. Yeah. You saw what that game was going to be on drive. Number one, Cowboys March touchdown. The first play tank Lawrence stops the run third down. Micah Parsons sacks the quarterback and we go on to victory. And they're not even at full strength yet. So, like, I want to sit here and be like, all right, here is – hi, I'm Jeff. I watch all 22. I'm a tape guy. I want to analyze the issues with this team. It's hard. Yeah. You should no. be riding high as hell. The yeah. offensive line is doing well. The offense has been the most efficient offense in football. Like, I don't, The rookie kickers kicking it straight. I there's going to come a time where we're going to be able to talk about people. I just don't know who to talk about. I could tell you, hey, Trayvon Diggs could have gave up some plays, but Tank Lawrence didn't let him, and Micah Parsons didn't let him. 
Right. But that it's hap- that's what happened. So what am I going to do? Say what could have happened? That's life. It, you know what? <laughs> Guys are open back there. You know why quarterbacks can't get to them? Because Micah Parsons is screaming in your face. O.C. Osa Odigizua is screaming in your face. Tank is screaming. Like, yeah. Yeah, they, they look open down there. But you see what the quarterback's doing? He's running for his freaking life. So actually, they're not open. They they look well unless unless this guy can do a the the, the the around the back throw the ball down the down the field fifty yards they're not open, and they won't be open for a very long time because of this this pass rush and the synchronization that Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy has like you can just tell Dan Quinn is just like I mean Mike McCarthy is like I don't really have to put the ball in dangerous way because if we punt this thing. It's not a bad show to watch our defense get out, go out there and, and whoop this team. The Cowboys had the ball for 42 minutes. Like 42 minutes. You know how absurd that is for an offensive team to have the ball for 17 minutes? The Cowboys had it for 42. The Jets had it for 17. That is complete domination from start to finish. And that is keeping that defense ultra fresh. And when you got an ultra fresh defense that's getting – I said this last week uh, about pulling those teams in the deep waters. When you start pulling teams in the deep waters, but and Micah's been rested for a large majority of that game, you in you in for a world of trouble. Yeah, it's gonna be a problem. Hey, I am going to um, post a link right now in the chat. I just want everybody to have that. Is the link to Jesse Holly's Unfiltered with Jesse Holly YouTube channel? We'll make sure we're subscribed to that. That's my guy, Jesse. Yes. What we like to do is we like to have ownership of things and build things. And so go subscribe to Jesse's channel and enjoy that. Um, there's other stuff we could talk about, but man, we've been here a while and it's an ADD society and there's football to watch. Are you okay? Or you got some stuff you want to add? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to see you. I'm always happy to see you. Oh, thank you. I'm happy to see you yeah. too. You're a wonderful friend and I love you. And I love going live and see the, see the people. Hi people. I do too, but the only way we can do that is if we do it at 7 p.m. or later because I don't want to go while my radio station's live. You know what I'm saying? No, I got you. Um, So thank you to Gimli. Thank you to KG, our folks in the Super Chat. Thank you to everybody that's watching on either Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Thank you to everybody that uh, is listening afterwards, wherever you get your podcasts. You guys are badasses. Uh, Have a wonderful day. We love you. Uh, Remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through, so be cool to everyone, even Eagles fans. Remember, you can mute and block them, and that's being nice. Uh, we love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.